Welcome to the TO of Boston Celtics show. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. So, today's episode, we are going to be uh, doing a Celtics trivia night and stuff like that. So, we've already recorded some of the, uh, pre-recorded some of the segments and stuff like that. So, we'll do that. So, probably that. So, yeah. So, without further ado... We'll take it over to there. All right, this is the TO um, segment one of the trivia night. And question number one, whom did the Celtics select with the 10th overall pick in the 1989 or 1998 NBA draft? Give up. It was Paul Pierce. The truth. Number 34 of the Celts. Alright. Question number two. In what year were the Celtics formed? As in founded. Give up. 1946. So yeah. it was Yeah, they were actually formed on June 6, 1946. So basically... A year, two years after D-Day and probably like 11 years before my dad was born. So, yeah. All right. Who was the first Celtics player inducted into the national, into the NBA uh, National ba- or uh, Hall of Fame or the Basketball Hall of Fame? Easy Ed McCauley. Yeah, Easy Ed McCauley. Yeah, so, yeah. Old Easy Ed, one of the first Celtic superstars. Bet you did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> the Celtics were the first NBA franchise to draft an African-American player. What was the fir- name of that player? Give up. It was Chuck Cooper. Out of Dequette University. Old Chuck Cooper. Probably the Jackie Robinson of the NBA. Alright. Alright, next question. What date was Kevin Garnett's official tra- officially traded to the Celtics? Give up. July the 31st, 2007. So, yeah. Which center played college at... Uh, which center played college at Pittsburgh and graduated in 1999? Whose no- whose number was number 30? Mark Blunt. Mark Blunt. Is that correct answer? All right. <clears throat> All right. How many players average double or double figures in points? Two. <laughs> two players. They won't give us the name, but yeah, it's two. All right. Which Celtic in the top five of almost every Boston statistic of all Celtics in the twenty or uh, which Celtic is in the top is in the top twenty five in top five in of almost every Boston statistic of all Celtics in the twentieth century. 
It was Larry Bird. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. All right, number nine. How many times did the Celtics reach the NBA Finals in the 1980s? It was five times. And how many, and the next, come to the next question, how many NBA championships did the Celtics win in the 1980s? It was three, three championships. 1981, 1984, and 1986. So three out of five. Three out of five times their trips to the NBA Finals. Yeah. All right, so that ends the segment there. All right, so we'll come back next night and then do segment two, so don't go anywhere till tomorrow night. <clears throat> All right, we are back. With part two. Alright, here's question number one. How many feet, how many how many five foot square panels compose the parapet of the Boston Garden? Give up two hundred and sixty-four. Whose jersey number fifteen was retired by the Boston Celtics? Give up. It was Tommy Heinsohn. For he was also a coach, a player, and is now broadcast TV broadcaster for the Boston Celtics. So all three. So was, yeah, basically a Celtic homer. Number three. <clears throat> In nineteen fifty, the Celtics became the first NBA team to draft a black player. Who was it? Was it? Oh. Oh, never mind. Well, it's Chuck Cooper, but we already did that question. <clears throat> All right. Question number four. In the 21st century, the, Cel- the Boston Celtics formed in 1946, won an amazing 16 championships. In what year did they win their first? 1957. <clears throat> right. Number five. How many consecutive NBA championships did the Celtics win starting in 1959? They won an amazingly eight in a row, which is a nor- which is a record for North American sports leagues. Right. What Celtics player was not inducted or what Celtics player was not included in the Garnett deal? Scott Pollard. <clears throat> He's now anal- analysis for uh, Pacers basketball. Yeah. Number seven. Who who was the captain of the Boston Celtics? Paul Pierce. The truth. Yeah. Which of the following players did the Celtics not pick up through a trade during a during the regular season? Vin Baker. Yeah, that's a forgotten name, Vin Baker. All right, number nine. What Celtic was named Rookie of the Year in 1980? I mean, this has to be an easy question. I'll give, but I'll give you a hint. But I'll give you a hint. He's from Ter- He's from Indiana. Oh, French Lick, Indiana. Yep, Larry Bird, Larry Legend. <clears throat> 
right. And at number 10, and then we'll finish off this segment, what team swept the South, swept Boston out of the 1983 playoffs? The Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. All right, so that would do it for section two of the quiz. All right, so we'll take a quick break and then come back and start section three. So don't go anywhere, guys. Bye. All right, we are back to start section three of the quiz or trivia night. So here we are. What star player joined the Celtics for their 1986 championship run? It was Bill Walton. Yeah. Hall of Famer. All right. And how many bolts held in place the panels of the TD Garden parapet? 988. Which former Celtic went by the following moniker, the Chief? Give up. Robert Parrish. The Celtics turned into the most into into the NBA's best team under the guidance of head coach Red Arbach. How many seasons did it take Red Arbach led or Red take Red Arbach to lead this franchise to its first NBA Finals appearance? It took it seven years or seven seasons. In 1950, the Celtics were the first team to draft an all. Oh, all right, skip that question. I'll skip that question. We already went through that in the trivia questions. Yeah, it was Chuck Cooper, by the way. If you haven't really know, if you uh, just turned in, it was uh, Chuck Cooper. If the question was in 1950, the Celtics became the first team to draft an African American. Who was it? Well, we went over it like the past three segments. I'm I'm reading off a a book quiz book that I just found on or a. Uh, Trivia book that I found on uh, Amazon for the Celtics. And like they, uh, this is like been the past two uh, quizzes. All right. So it was Chuck Cooper. All right. In 1950, in 1973, in the 1973 season, the Celtics had the record, had the record of 80, 68 and 14. The Celtics made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and played the New York Knicks. What was the record of that series? It was a best of seven, four games to free New York Knicks won. Number seven, what European country did the Celtics hold some preseason games in? Italy. How many Celtics, how many Celtics made it to the old star game? How many what? How many Celtics made it to the All Star? <sighs> All right, skip that one. Skip that one of them. What? What was Tommy Heinz's nickname? Tommy Gun. Ah, that was my nickname. Hi, Tommy Guns. <laughs> All right. Who said uh who said of the Celtics I get 
I get four guys off the streets of Pittsburgh, of Pittsburgh, Virginia, or uh, in, uh, Petersburg, Virginia, his hometown, and beat them. To my standpoint, they they just aren't that good during the 1981 NBA Finals. It was Moses Malone of the uh, Houston Rockets. He later became a 76 Boston, or Philadelphia 76er. All right, so that will do it for Section 3. We'll come back and start Section 4 later on. Don't go anywhere. Bye. All right, we are back with uh, Segment 4 of the Trivia Night. What college did uh, Larry Bird come out of? Indiana State. I mean, if you didn't get that, I mean, what the hell? Um, which team did? Which team was the first victim of the Celtics in the Boston Garden? It was the Toronto Huskies. The Toronto Huskies. I have never heard of those guys. Huh. All right. Which former Celtic head coach was nicknamed Doggy? It was Alvin Julian, so Doggy Julian. So, yeah, that was the guy before Red Arback. Let's see. Ooh. Who was the he- only head coach to defeat Red Arback Celtics in the, in the NBA uh, final series? It was Atlanta Hawks coach Alex Hammond. Hamnon. Hamnon. Hamnum. Ham. Yeah. In the twentieth century, the Celtics had three had three persons inducted into the Namath Namath Basketball Namath Memorial Hall of Fame as coaches. Who was not one of them? It was Bill Russell, even though he did coach. Uh, he was more—he's more of a player, like more of a Hall of Fame player than he was a coach. All right. In the first round of the nineteen seventy-eight NBA draft, the Celtics had two picks. Who did they draft in with those picks? Larry Bird and Freeman Williams. Where? Where did Doc Rivers take Kevin Garnett, Peer, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen once all the players were officially Celtics, and with and together with the and together, and in Boston together, yeah, and in Boston together. It was a duck boat ride. So he uses it to get the feel of uh, what winning championships are and like what we strive to work for here in Boston. Who was the who was a guard who was drafted from South Florida in nineteen ninety six, and whose who, and whose number was number seven? Chucky and Chucky Atkins. <clears throat> in the nineteen eighty seven playoffs, Boston won two consecutive, uh, sec- consecutive seven game series. To to eat to reach the finals, which teams did uh they defeat? It was the Milwaukee Bucks and the Detroit Pistons. 
right. And lastly, what player did the Celtics trade to get Dennis Johnson? Ricky Roby. All right. So that's it for segment five. And we'll come back and start section uh, or section four. So we'll come back and start section five. So don't go anywhere. All right. Here we are for section five. Whose inbound pass was deflected by Havlicek on April the 5th, 1965 playoff game against, the Philadelphia, against Philadelphia, prompting jo Johnny Moss' famous shout, Havlicek stole the ball. It was Hal Gear. Yeah. Hal Gear. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into that. Number two. This NBA legend once broke his index finger while playing in a softball game. However, he still went on to become one of the best to ever play the game. Who is he? Larry Bird. Yeah. One of the key players of the Celtics dynasty was point guard Bob Cousy. Unlike many of his teammates, like Bill Russell and Sam, Sam Jones, Cousy was not drafted by the Celtics, which non or uh, which uh, which um, uh, non or uh, which team which literally uh, literally uh, which literally uh, dysfunct not now dysfunct NBA team had the rights to Cousy Cousy's contract before the Celtics signed him. They were the Chicago Stags. All right. How many years after their 16th uh, title did the Celtics win their 17th uh, NBA championship? It was 22 years from 1986 to 2008. The Celtics went or Celtics went to the 1974 NBA finals and won with that win. This made the Celtics 14 or made the Celtics NBA champion or a blank NBA championship title. It was 14. Yeah, I basically just gave that away. Sorry about that. How many games did the Celtics play in the regular season before suffering their first loss? Eight. Oh, wait, it was their 12. 12. Never mind. All right, never mind. It was their 12. The last question was 12. Title, never mind, it was 12. Eight. Wait. All right, I'm confused. What? How many games did this? All right. Which, for, which forward who graduated from Georgia in 2001 wore the jersey number 20? It was Jumaine... Jones, Jermaine Jones. I have never heard of that dude. One of the uh, one of the most forgotten players I have ever known. Right. Which of the following once, which of the following Celtics once scored sixty points against the Atlanta Hawks? It was uh, Larry Bird in Game Two of the nineteen eighty four Finals against the. LA or against the uh, Los Angeles or against the LA Lakers, 
Gerald Henderson stole a pass and converted a layup that sent the game into overtime. A, a game the Celtics would eventually win. Who threw the ill-fated pass? It was James Worthy. And lastly, what pro basketball team did or pro baseball team did Danny Ainge play for before becoming or coming to the Celtics? It was the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep. Yeah, Danny Ainge used to play baseball. You didn't know that. Yeah, that was a big court case battle, like the or between uh, Celtics and the Blue Jays to like get his rights and stuff like that and. I think the Celtics did win. Yeah. I mean, they had to because they got Danny Ainge. All right. Our GM and president of baseball, basketball operations. Yep, old Danny Ainge. All right, we'll take a break and then come back and start section six. All right, so don't go anywhere. Bye. All right, we're back with section six. In a pre in a preseason game between the Celtics and the 76ers in 1983, a fight broke out. Red Arback came out of the stands and challenged a Philadelphia and found a Philadelphia 76er. Who was that player? Moses Malone. Moses Malone, yeah. All right. Who was the head coach of the Celtics during the 2008 championship season? I mean, you have to get this one. It was Doc Rivers. The Celtics qualified for every NBA final series between 1957 and 1966. What was the team what was the team's combined NBA finals games win-loss record through this era? Thirty-eight and twenty-one. Yeah. When the Boston Celtics won the NBA championship in two thousand eight, who was their? Oh, we already went through this. Okay, never mind. Skip that question. Um, Larry Bird was the was a Boston Celtic for his entire career. Larry had surgery in. In nine in the nineteen eighty eight and eighty nine season, what did what did the surgery remove? Bone spurns in both his feet. All right. All right. Let's see. What team gave the Celtics their first home loss of the season in two thousand eight? The Detroit Pistons. Alright. In the first round of the 1980... Or wait, hold on. Which guard from... Nevada... Nevada and Las... University of Nevada and Las Vegas... Was a rookie and wore number 11. His name was Marcus Banks. Let's see... In the first round of the 1986 playoffs, Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls scored 49 points in Game 1 and a a record 63 in Game 2. A reporter said that 
at the pace, he would have scored 77 in game three. What did Larry Bird say he would do if Jordan did indeed score 70, 77 points? He said he would retire. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I mean, MJ was, yeah, so he, he would retire. That's funny. Yeah, I'll retire. You know what? I, I've just... I've... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. What was Cedric Maxwell's next... Cedric Maxwell's nickname? It was Cornbread. Old Cedric Maxwell. Or Max. All right. Lastly, when, when did Bill Russell arrive in... When Bill Russell arrived in... December 1956 the Celtics were on a 16 or 16 win 16 and 8 16 and 8 win loss record roll what was the starting center during that 24 game uh stench it was Jim Lockoff Jim Lostakoff Lostakoff yeah Lostakoff Yeah, because he took part in the Olympics and, like, he was still coming off of, uh, yeah, and that was the thing, like, they couldn't start playing until, uh, he came back from the Olympics. Well, they could start playing, but they just, yeah, he couldn't play until he got back to the Olympics, so, got back from the Olympics. So, yeah. Alright. We'll come back for, uh, Section 7, so don't go anywhere. Alright, bye. Alright, we are back with Section 7. Boston's incredible run of 10 consecutive NBA Finals appearances ended in 1960-1967 season, the first season after Arback retired from coaching. Which team defeated the Celtics in the Eastern Division Finals, which was the Eastern Conference Finals at the time? It was the Philadelphia 76ers. All right. And number three, um... In what in what is usually called the Larry Bird era from nineteen seventy nine to nineteen ninety two, the Celtics won three NBA championships from nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty four, and nineteen eighty six. Not only with Bird, but also with Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale. In nineteen eighty six, the Celtics were able to select the number two pick in the nineteen eighty six draft, what All American forward from the University of Maryland a player with the potential to extend the success of the Celtics, did they select? It was Len Bias. So, yeah, everybody knows the story about Len Bias. Like, literally two days after he was drafted, he died of, an, of a dr cocaine overdose, which kind of really, like, that kind of screwed the Celtics over because they really, like, were counting on this dude to be carry the success and carry the torch of the Celtics once Larry Bird and all those guys were gone. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish were gone. That didn't happen. All right. In game four of the playoffs with the Lakers, the Celtics shocked everyone by coming back from being down how many points? By how, by how many points? And this was the 2008 NBA Finals. It was by 24 points. Which forward graduated from Kentucky in 1996 and, and who, whose jersey number was number zero? As a zero digit or a single digit zero. 
It was Walter McCarty. What was the only year in the 1980s that the that Boston failed to reach the second round of the playoffs? It was 1989. So 1989 playoffs. What college did Robert Parrish come out of? It was Centurion. Centurion. During the 1986, 1965 uh, playoffs, Arbat carried a medal throughout the postseason insisting that was a lucky amulet who was the same featured on it it was saint christopher all right so that does it for section seven we'll go to section eight and that's coming up right after this all right we are back all right to start off um so which all-time great celtic played College basketball at the University of San Francisco. It was Bill Russell. Old, great Bill Russell. In my mind, basically the go to the Celtics. Yes, even better than Larry Bird. And yes, yes, I know, I know, the NBA was different back then. But you know what, so what? There's, It was still the NBA, and it still needs to be mentioned, and he is one of, if not the best. Yes, even better than Jordan. I know that's a popular, unpopular take right there, but you know what? Screw it. Bill Russell has more. Which, with last time I checked, eleven was eleven rings was a higher number than freaking six. So you know what? Yeah, I might not be good at math, but I do know eleven is a higher number than six. Yeah, take that and stuff it. After winning another NBA championship in the 1969 season, Bill Russell retired. The Celtics entered a rebuild phase in the new few in the next few years. In the 1970 or 1969-70 campaign, saw the Celtics losing first losing season since 1949 and 1950. What was the team's record that year? 34 and 48. Not, not bad. Not bad. Not great, but could have seen worse. Could have lost 20-something game. Could have lost only won 20-something games. I was like 50. Yeah. All right. The Celtics have retired have retired many numbers in the many numbers of NBA Hall of Fame inductees and several persons not so not yet inducted. Whose number 14 was retired? Bob Cousy, yeah. Yeah, Bob Cousy. Right. In 2003, the Celtics were sold. Who was the owner that sold sold the team? Or who was the owner that sold the team? Paul Gaston. Paul Gaston. All right. Which forward center graduated from Kansas in 1998 and whose number jersey number was number 45? It was Ralph Lorenza. Lorenza. Ralph Lorenza. All right. From 1984 to 1987, Boston entered the Eastern Conference in or represented the Eastern Con- or represented the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Who finally broke their 
pulled and played in the NBA Finals from the East in 1988. Give up. It was the bad boys, Detroit Pistons, led by Isaiah Thomas. And Bill Lampier and all those guys. There was some rivalry right there back then, yeah. The Celtics drafted a player from what famous Psy Slamma Jamma team? Hold on. Number seven. Houston. Okay, I was confused. Okay, I'm confused. All right, yeah, it was the Houston Rockets, yeah. Houston Rockets. Okay, okay, I'm confused. All right, move on. On February the 13th, 1966, a referee assessed a technical foul to Red Arback the, the same night the Celtics were celebrating Red Arback night. Who was the who was that ref? John Vanka, Vanka, John Vanka. All right. Most po- the most points as a member of the Celtics. Bob Cousy retired in nineteen sixty three and nineteen in nineteen sixty three with six with sixteen thousand nine hundred ninety five points scored as a Celtic. Who broke that record? And currently still holds that record today. It was old John Havlicek, who is also around the same age as my grandma, the late John Havlicek, who just died last year or so. Yeah. Havlicek stole the ball! All right, that's section eight. We'll come back and start section... Come back and start section nine pretty soon, so stay tuned. All right, we are back with the quiz section nine. Um, the Cel- here we are. Number first question: The Celtic, the Boston Celtics, won their twelve NBA championship in nineteen seventy three and seventy four season, defeating the Milwaukee Bucks four to three in the finals. Which team did the Celtics defeat in the Eastern Conference semifinals uh, that year? They were the Buffalo Braves, now the L.A. Clippers. Yeah, yeah, they used to belong to the Eastern Conference at one point. Yeah, you didn't know that. Between 1950 and 1969, the Boston Celtics had two coaches. Who were they? I mean, you easily have to get this one. At least one of them. Red Arback and Bill Russell. Ray Allen tied an NBA record for three-pointers in a ga- in game 6 of the NBA fi- of the game 6 during the NBA 2008 NBA playoffs and with how many 7 which forward guard from the Czech Republic wore the jersey number number 44 Yuri Wilsch by how many points did Boston beat at Los An- uh the Lakers in game 1 of the 1985 finals nicknamed the Memorial Day Massacre it was by 34 points. What player from the size size slamma jamma team did the Celtics trap? It was Michael Young. In 1985, 
in the te- in a ten day span, the Celtics recorded the most points in one game. What was beaten twice? In which month did it happen? It happened in March. On July the first, two thousand nineteen, who decided to lead the Boston Celtics and take his talents to Brooklyn to team up with Kevin Durant? It was Kyrie Irving. Screw that man. Boo. Screw him. All right, on to section 10. Let's see, before we go over. All right, let's go. The Celtics clashed with the Phoenix Suns in the 1976 NBA Finals. One of the most memorable games in NBA history took place in Game 5 of these finals. The game went, on, went, into a, went to a third overtime with the Celtics eventually triumphing by what score? It was 128 to 126. What is the, na- what is the name of the longtime mascot of the Boston Celtics? Lucky the Leprechaun. Johnny Moss was the was an announcer or a broadcaster for the Boston Celtics. He w- he was there for over thirty years. When he died, the Celtics retired a few letters in honor of him. What what were those le- What were those letters? It was M I C. So as in Mike. How many players did the Celtics have on their playoff roster? 12. In the 1988 playoffs, Larry Bird and Dominique Wilkins of the Atlanta Hawks staged a significant duel in the seventh game of their playoff series. How many total points did the pair score? It was 81 points. In Game 1 of the 1985 Finals, a, Celt- a Celtic launched 11, free- 11 shots and nailed all- them all. Four of them were three-pointers. Can you name that player? It was Scott Whitman. And finally, after a period of rebuilding, the Celtics qualified for the 1981 uh, NBA Finals, sealing the top seed in the Eastern Conference en route to do to doing so. What seed in the Western Conference was their opponent, the Houston Rockets? They were the sixth seed. All right, so that does it for Section 10. We'll take a break and then come back and start at 11 and 12. So don't go, so don't go anywhere, guys. All right, we are back to start 11 and 12. All right, section 11. In the 1985, in 1985 during the Eastern Conference Series against the 76ers, the Celtics were leading three games to one. A fan in the stands told Bird, see you Friday for game six in Philly. What did Bird shot back at or shot back with? You better you have a better chance of seeing God. 
<laughs> in which year did Larry which which in which year did Red Arback officially retire from the general manager position? Nineteen eighty four. On on February the twenty fourth, nineteen seventy one, in the middle of a charity free throw contest involving sports riders prior to a Celtics Lakers game, or Red Arback decided to test his perception perception and try and tried thirty shots. How many? Did he swish? 28. The Celtics free championships in the 80s. 81, 84, 86, 1981, 1984, 1986 was led by the team's big three of Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish. What year had all three left the Celtics? I believe it was Robert Parrish and he left in 1994. All right. What Celtic rate was stu- was shuffling problems between before game or shuffling problems before games? Uh, Frank Ramsey. Who did the Celtics select with the sixth pick in the nineteen ninety seven NBA draft? Ron Mercer. Who who was the Celtics? Who was the first Celtics to reach the plateau of a thousand or more points scored in a season? It was Easy Ed McCauley. In two thousand two, the Celtics made it to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since nineteen eighty eight. Which team eliminated the Celtics that season? The New Jersey Nets, now the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Who holds the record for most rebounds held in the Boston Garden? It was Bill Russell. All right, we're on the section twelve. The Celtics had to. Oh, hold on. Let's see. The Celtics had to wait 22 years to add their 17th NBA championship to the trophy cabinet, defeating the Lakers in the 2008 NBA Finals. How many playoff games did the team play in the 2008 postseason? 26. What was John Havlicek's nickname? It was Hondo. In August 2017, the Celtics traded for tra- Celtics traded for Cleveland Cavalier star Kyrie Irving. How many players, including draft picks, did Boston trade to Cleveland in exchange for Kyrie? Five, including Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and Antis Cizik. Yeah. In 1970, Red Auerbach starred in a series of TV shows entitled Red on Round Ball. How many 210-second episodes were taped and aired? 
28. Out of out of these four Celtics legends, who scored the most point most points, most career points? John, John Havlicek. What was, according to Bill Sharman, the key to uh, Red Auerbach's success in the league? It was the training camp. Danny Ainge was appointed as general manager of the Boston Celtics in 2007. What? How many people had held the held this position before him? Four. In Game 5 of the 1985 Eastern Conference Final, Robert Parrish was burying constant elbowing of Bill Lambier. How ma when he decided to retaliate, how many punches did he land on Lambier's face? Three. Which two Celtics legends were the first to have a jersey number retired in their honor? It was Bob Cousy and Ed McCauley. Easy Ed McCauley. Who was the Celtic traded to Detroit in exchange for ML Carr and two draft picks? It was Bob McAdoo or Robert McAdoo. Yeah, you didn't know that. That was pretty neat. So... Looks like that's it for the quizzes. Yep, that's it. We are done. All right. So we'll wrap the show, come back and wrap the show up. So that's it for the trivia night. All right, so we are back to, uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the trivia night. Pretty neat. Yeah. Learn, a about, learn some stuff you didn't know about the Boston Celtics. All right, so before we ended the show today, um, I want to talk about uh, the whole uh, Boston Strong and Patriots Day since it was last Wednesday, and we kind of want to tie it into this episode. So Patriots Day in Boston and New England, um, or it's basically kind of like, uh, it's like the anniversary of the battles of Lexington and Concord. The battles that's kicked off um, the kicked off of uh, the American Revolution, basically, of the war that stuck, won us our independence from the British. Um, so, yeah, so every year, so the Red Sox have a game at 11 a.m., and then there's a marathon that started in 1897 that kind of is like brings everybody from, now brings everybody from around the world, stuff like that, to that race. So on, so how it ties into the whole Boston Strong is that on uh, April the 15th, 2013, as the race was uh, winding down, two bombs exploded, killing three people, or killing three people, injuring a lot of other people too. Um, and then they found out that uh, it was the two perpetrators of this were uh, two Chesnian brothers. And uh, if you don't know anything about Chesnia, it's a kind of a small country in somewhere around like Russia and stuff like that. And they want to win their independence from uh, Russia. So like they're kind of like they're at war with Russia a little bit too. Or have in the past been at war. Like they've 
there have been times where like they have used terrorism to uh, uh, combat the Russians. Um, so yeah, so it found out that these guys were not only planning on bombing Boston too, but also bombing New York and Washington at the same time. But thankfully, luckily for uh, Boston's finest, um, they were able to track down, or they actually got into a, a shootout with them in Watertown. Uh, they killed one, the older brother, and uh, the younger brother got away, but uh, he didn't. He ran, but he couldn't hide for long, as um, they were able to find him under or uh, hiding in some guy's boat in his, in the guy's backyard. And uh, we're able to arrest him there, bring him to justice. And, like, the whole town was in lockdown and stuff like that on that day. Like, even the Red Sox game got postponed. And the Celtics were playing, playing a game that night, too, with the Indiana Pacers, which got postponed. A little funny story. I mean, this there wasn't really funny thing about it, but at the time, one of, uh, one of my teammates from Heartland at the time when I was with Heartland Baseball at the time, uh, made a joke or kind of like, kind of made a joke. You know, the Celtics uh, purposely put put those bombs there so they wouldn't have to play the Pacers. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure why you made a joke like that during a tragedy, but okay. Yeah. This dude was an Indiana Pacers fan, so yeah, so yeah, and he was kind of a dipshit too. So yeah. We will put an explicit icon if we did that. So, yeah. So, well, it's a kind of funny memory. Somewhat funny, but I don't know. Um, well, I just want to let you know because uh, Wednesday was the anniversary of that. And Monday, yesterday was supposed to be Patriots Day. But because of the coronavirus and stuff like that, they uh, postponed the race and pretty much every sporting event. Yeah. So, just wanted to tell you guys about the Boston Marathon and stuff like that. And why we uh, celebrate Patriots Day. And no, it's not because of the New England Patriots. Some, I said that like during, a, I think it was last year or so. I said someone, I said someone, hey, happy Patriots Day. And they looked at me like, Patriots Day? You mean the New England Patriots? No. No, I mean Patriots Day is basically the anniversary of the two battles that kicked off the war for our independence. No, yeah, Patriots Day has been around longer before the Patriots are even a franchise. Yeah, and then he found okay, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this guy was a Steelers fan, so yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for creating this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at Celtics underscore TO. And follow my personal Twitter page at JunkyardDog underscore 92. We'll have those in the details of the show. All right, follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast from. It doesn't matter to us. And with that being said, I feel like that about do it. See you guys. Banyana.
all just people trying to get along. We're all just people trying to make our way. We're all just people trying to make it through another day. We're all just people trying to get along. We're all just people trying to make our way. We're all just people trying to make it through another day. I'm a Yeah. 